One, two, one, two. Now here we go. You know what time it is? Welcome to another episode of the Frankie Lee Podcast. Our mission to empower others to break patterns, flip perspectives, so that together we have clarity, direction, and success way beyond what we ever previously thought possible. Here's your host, Frankie Lee. Welcome back to the Frankie Lee Podcast. Now today, guys, you know I always tell you that we're leveling up the guests every week. And this week is no different. If you think of the word e-com and you think of the, think of the teeth whining space, you know these guys. Today on the podcast, I've got the two men that scaled high smile from 20K investment to over $200 million inside six years. That is all I need to say right now. Alex, Nick, welcome to the podcast, boys. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us. <laughs> Lads, I'll tell you, if I told you I was hyped for this podcast, I'd be... <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't wait. Like, mate, honestly, I've, I've been buzzing about this all morning. <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing done. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Honestly, yeah, right? I think the best place for us to start with you, lads, is like... T- people people hear the numbers, right? 20K to 200 mil. And they're like, fucking hell, I can't even imagine how that all plays together. And I'm sure... Probably you boys would 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 even admit that when you started, you you probably you these were numbers you, probably numbers you never even dreamed of, right? Absolutely not. Yeah, you, I don't think you start thinking of numbers. I think you start with a purpose, a vision, a north star that can drive you. And it's not numbers; it's more so a purpose and where you want to go. So yeah, the numbers definitely weren't there from the start. Yeah, I love that. I, lo- I love the fact how you drilled straight into the purpose because it's like what obviously you two boys grew up together, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what what Tell me the day that you two came together and thought, you know what, we've, we want to find a product and sell it online. And you, obviously at this point, you don't know what that product is. Yep. Um, but like, give me, give me, get, take me back to that moment in time for you yeah. guys. Yeah, for sure. So obviously we're very young when we started, two young teenagers. I think Nick was 18, 19, I was roughly 21. Um, and I guess a few things sort of came about and were sort of happening at the time when we started. So there was a few things. Teeth widening. People were getting teeth widening done. No one had a good experience doing it. So people were in pain. The results were inconsistent. The process that you had to go through to get teeth widening done was just, it was all over the place. And it was something that we had our eyes on and we saw, wait, there's an opportunity here that one, we can create something where you don't get pain and sensitivity or being young yeah, and naive, yeah, yeah, we yeah, thought, yeah, yeah we let, let's give this a crack. Um, but two, quite uniquely, obviously, selling directly to the consumer was a new thing that was coming and we saw that as a great opportunity to marry the two together so create a remarkable product that solved the problems that that we identified um, in oral care and teeth widening in particular and sell directly to the consumer and and sort of just get it in the hands of as many people as we can and really just push this and once people get their hands on this we know this will just go like like crazy and I I guess all the stars aligned um, at the same time and we tackled it. We trusted in the process. We spoke to the brightest minds back then. Um, and we just worked intently to solve all these problems and get it live as quick as we could. And I guess it's been six years since then, but it's been an amazing journey. But I, do, I mean, and I want to drill into this for the audience because what you've just said there in the clearest possible light to me is the fact that you boys found a big problem mm-hmm. 
that needed solving in the marketplace and then you put a product in place that could solve that and provide the solution right and that is obviously how all the money in the world's made yep. but people make it really fucking complicated yeah. do you know what I mean it's like problem solution problem solution everything is problem solution mm-hmm. I just was there a direct to consumer brand at the time that you boys thought wow like we can do we can do this with teeth whitening because they're doing that with that kind of product we weren't Early days, there would have been, but we weren't so much inspired by those brands. We were yeah. more inspired by the brands that really made a huge impact, not just direct-to-consumer. So you're, the brands we love, the Apples, the Nikes, yeah, 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 um, yeah. we're just inspired by what they could do when you had a bigger purpose than just selling product and just making money. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. they had a bigger purpose, and you can see that through all their messaging, everything they're trying to do from their R&D, product development, how they engage with consumers. I think looking at those brands, how they were built, that inspired us. So we weren't so much inspired by the direct-to-consumer um, companies. That was more the opportunity and the vessel and the starting off with um, small funds. That was the best way to, to start to the scale business it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, scale yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we're always inspired by those brands. The legacy brands have been around for, for years and have done so, so well. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Because, yeah, again, like with that, it's like... You, there's so many different ways that you can split it in order to take high smile from one step to the next. Yeah. But it's like you boys have said to yourself, okay, like this, this is, we want to have some impact here and we want to mm-hmm. do it with a, with a branding piece. Yeah. And that's obviously clear to see with everything you're doing and the way that you take yeah. it. And we'll talk about that further on, but talk, talk to me about the, um, when you, when you're bringing all, all this product over in the first breath, obviously you've, you've searched, was, was, was one of you doing, I suppose I want to get into the roles you were both playing at that particular time. Because yeah. like, it's easy to say, oh, yeah, we brought over these teeth whiners. We found that they banged and then we sold a shitload of them. Cool. Everyone gets that. But it's like, were you were you, were you, were you one researching the product and were you the one fucking doing the website? Or what, how, how was it going? Because there was only two of you at the yeah. start. Like, Quite uniquely, we did every single thing side by side and attacked every problem together. There was nothing where it's like, oh, you saw this, and I, yeah. let's just do everything. And in the early days, and very much the same way we do things now, it's like first thing on our mind and last thing on our mind was how do we so- how do we get ourselves to bring to market as soon as we possibly can. And it's not an easy process, but it was the, I guess, very quickly we saw where the gaps were, identified the right people to speak with at the very start, which is, I think, the most invaluable thing that we still do to this day. Get to the best people you can yeah, as soon as you can. Yeah. Um, and it, uh, most of the time it's internationally, so just hop on, the, hop on a call, um, have those co- communications. And in this case, it was speaking with the minds in chemistry and formulating and um, ask, posing the questions that we had to these people and asking and collaborating on how to find the solution. So again, I think the unique part about us is because we didn't know too much, it allowed us to ask the questions that nobody in the industry asked or, or are still yeah. asking. And I yeah. think that's been our unique sort of yeah. way to approach any problem is just ask a question, be intent to find the solution. And you'll find the right person who, who in this case now today we have an amazing R&D team who we're throwing millions of questions of how do we look at this how do we find a, a, a solution to this and it's just that evolution of, of just pushing and driving forward and not acting like you always know the right answer but just probing the right questions yeah because if, if you boys had, been, had both been dentists this would not have worked because a dentist was thinking at the time you know Teeth whitening is done in a dentist and that's how I've been taught and that's how it's got to be done and that's the way it's got to be and that's the way it's always been. 
it's because of the fact that you boys were like, well, we just want white teeth and we'll just figure the rest out that it worked and it, and it worked on at a scale because you didn't have any of them things, mental blocks that people get taught. Because most of the things that hold people back in life are things that they're inherently taught through childhood and, and through their education. Yeah. It's because of, because I'm not saying you boys had a lack of education, but because of your lack of knowledge in the space, you're like, you've just gone in there and just gone, okay, let's blow the doors open on this whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just obviously like when you, I want to, you, you, like when you first ordered these products, like were we talking a thousand pieces that you're bringing over or were you talking like 2000 pieces or like? So when it first started, we, like Alex said, we, we work with some of the leading minds. So we, we essentially both sat down, researched the shit out of teeth whitening to understand what were the, we understood what the problems were, but we wanted to understand why those problems existed. So it came down to the formulation and the ingredients that were being yeah, used. So the, the active ingredients. The yeah, active yeah. ingredient. And the predominant um, one that continued to stick out to us was hydrogen peroxide and carbon peroxide. Yeah. Um, used by dentists, used in at-home products. So when used in a dentist, there's a gum shield that's applied to prote- prevent that formula from leaking onto the gums. Yep. Now, when you take that home you don't have that gum shield so a dentist will make you a tray which is fairly um fitted um which shouldn't leak onto your gums but that still can occur and that's where some problems were happening as well or some of the other at-home solutions people they were messy people were getting them on the gums severe burns to the gums damage to the teeth and to the enamel from overexposure not being used correctly so when we reached out we looked for formulators and chemists specifically who had worked on teeth whitening products yep. um, and we are talking the US, the EU, even in the UK, um, we're, we're spending time just speaking to them via Zoom calls, better understanding who had the facilities, the capabilities to do what we needed to do, who understood the problem, who had a solution to that problem and we landed on a, um, on a group in, I believe it was Belgium at the start, um, this small group who, who were nimble, acted fast, moved quickly, had a really good understanding on peroxide, had peroxide free solutions um that we were looking for and then we went back and forth back and forth we understood what we wanted but we didn't understand the chemistry at the time so back and forth and then we got what we were really happy with and then for us it was about mass manufacturing that and bringing that to the market so i think when we when we ended up putting that together and and looking to bring product over to to australia i believe we first decided to bring over a couple thousand, I think. Could have been 5,000. Yeah. It was yeah. every last dollar yeah, yeah. that we had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and it's like, let's go so, for it. Let's see, put 100% of, of everything that we have. And this, is what, and this is what I want to drill into, right? Because you put, you, you, you've got your 20K, right, between you two boys. You've put it all together. That's a lot of money, right? Mm. It, it still is a lot Absolutely. of money now, right? Yeah. You've just, you've done your research and you've just gone balls to the wall and ordered 5,000 units of things. I, pre- I presume now you've got the formulation. Have you had you got the strong branding and the strong packaging at that time, or was it just or was it just the unit you're bringing over the bare unit and and putting it in like generic boxes no, type no, things? No, we brand we're fully was always, fully branded, brand fully was, branded. Yet always at the center of what we did. Um, we yeah, we were, we were so passionate and so motivated by what we were doing. This wasn't a a quick fix. This was like we need yeah. to solve this problem. We knew. Um, that our first product was going to solve that problem. However, we always wanted to get better and better and better yeah. and evolve. So we needed to have that identity. We needed to have that brand. Obviously, the brand's evolved a lot from where we started and where we are 
today but for us we knew what we wanted to do how we wanted to enter the market and yeah brand was a big part of that yeah i love it and that's probably why you only got five thousand units full of full of money do you know what yeah. i mean because obviously you put all that time into the boxing yeah because this is where people get it i was speaking to sam mangan about this with james cosmetics he 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 put a he puts a fortune of time same as you guys into branding and making sure the branding piece and the boxing and the unboxing experience is great for the customer like and not a lot, and a lot of people still today are missing that with dropshipping products and just throwing products out there that don't really, you know, it's, if you when you get it, it's just not a nice experience for yes. you. When you obviously now you've got this this together, you've got this nicely boxed and packaged. You're bringing over five thousand units. You've now obviously got to sell, right? So you, so I presume your first sales piece that you did was kind of like talking to influencers and people of note. And getting it out there through those means. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. I think when we started, at least we weren't aware, influencer marketing, what it is today, didn't really exist. The Instagram influencer didn't really exist when we started. So our first gut feel, we were like, okay, being bootstrapped, how do we get this thing out there? And the first thing that made sense was, let's look at Sydney, Melbourne, Gold Coast, Brisbane, the East Coast of Australia. Let's use Instagram to the best of our abilities that we can. Let's contact as many people that we feel fit within our target demographic um, to test, try, and give feedback on these products. So we're going to set aside stock to To, to give out for free, just to get feedback, understanding, intel, um, so that we could constantly adapt how how we're going to move forward. And look, the first batch that we sent out, went insane we sent that out we got feedback not only did we get feedback because of the product the way the product worked the results that the 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 people were getting and the overall look and feel of the brand people were just sharing that on social media yeah willingly it wasn't like because it's new and it's and it's packaged nicely and and it's it's like hitting all the boxes that people want and like you know want to share it's shareable content isn't it Yeah. yeah and that just from there that's how we started to get customers and that's how we started to get organic word of mouth and organic traffic and it was like okay we need to continue to continue to do this continue to grow take that feedback on and continue implementing it so yeah what started as it was a strategy but it wasn't like a strategy like influencer marketing is today i think brands like ours almost pioneered that pathway from not even looking at it as a marketing opportunity, but more so looking at it from a product feedback opportunity, yeah, yeah, which yeah, yeah, then yeah, led yeah, to yeah. organic shares. And cause you boys didn't just, didn't just take on um, the marketing from the Instagram point of view. You boys were heavily involved in Snapchat as well, weren't you? Yeah. We've, um, we try to get our brand um, wherever our consumers are. We try to communicate um, with them. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. We Snapchat. It's more TikTok, like, it's more like you're yeah. just, you're just willing to go wherever your audience is at that particular time. You're, yep. you, you're not really, it doesn't really matter what platform that is. You're just going to go there and just, and just get to the clients in, in whatever respect you yep. can get to them. When you see, so, so you brought, you brought them over and obviously you've, you, you've all these influencers now hitting it. I remember, you know, a young Tammy Hembrow was, 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 was on it then. And, and all those kind of women in that space when they were, they were growing their own brands and they were, I remember them repping the brand back in the day. When was obviously you had to not only scale the this is what people kind of miss as well. I think it's like you not only had to scale the front end, which you were doing, mm. it's like, but how do we now get enough units made? How yeah. do we how do we now scale the manufacturing? Yeah, because that's not an easy thing to do. And how did you kind of manage that whole piece in terms of like getting the manufacturing right? To, yeah. to because when you when you scale manufacturing, especially abroad, <laughs> yeah. right, and you're ordering a hell of a lot of units, mm. it doesn't 
just because they go from five to 40,000 doesn't mean the quality's there. Yeah. doesn't mean the delivery times are there. So like, talk to me about how you kind of got that right because yeah. there must have been a lot of teething problems in that. To oh, absolutely. Get, to That's get probably that. been where the most learning curves have come yeah. since we've started. So for us, again, everything that we do, we do at a pace that is crazy. And everything that we do, most of the time, look, there's always going to be teething problems, but we are so intently focused on understanding where there's problems and not just avoiding where I guess problems occur and looking to resolve it as quick as we can. So from day one, we predominantly started in Australia, but we pretty much pulled the trigger and said, let's go international after two, three months of, of being into market. And there's a lot of things that came up. So you've got taxes, duties, manufacturing, three P's, three, like everything that that you can imagine. And we just rolled up the sleeves and said, okay, let's figure out, okay, what are all the things um, that can cause problems and identifying that? How can we understand and forecast out and think of creative ways that we can plan out um, for stock? Um, So we started looking at every different system and, and forecasting with, now, I can, I can tell you what two years forecast looks like. It's just being very intently focused on that. So yeah. again, and I think it comes down to when we started this business, it wasn't something that we said, okay, how do we start this business and make as much money? It's like we wanted this and we want this to be something for our lifetime and to go past and go for a long time. And because of that, we're always addicted to figuring out the best way we can do everything from supply chain to creating an amazing brand to creating the best possible product. And it's just that, that intent, even with product, we're still, it's, it's you're figuring, it's, you're constantly yeah. figuring and, and reinvention, reinvention. and, and yeah. you're learning and you're listening. And then it's a constant move, moving and evolution of, of taking something forward. Because I know along this journey that you boys have had from scaling this thing, I know there's been a few people that have come into the peripherals and, 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 and obviously offered you money for the business and, and things like that. I mean, how hard is it? I mean, it probably isn't hard for you because you know where you're going, but and you're probably going to tell me that, but how hard is it to turn down, you know, these big, big offers that you're getting for your, for your brand? Like it's your baby, you've cooked it up, yep. you've got it to a point, but there's some serious numbers being offered from like ec- probably equity firms, this, that, and the other, trying to yep. take it, say, hey, cool, look, congratulations, here's your, here's this. It's like, what, how do you turn that, how do you turn that down? Yeah, well, for us, this is something that, again, we're not in this for a short, short time. We love doing this. We're still so young and lit, and there's still, we're probably a tenth of the way of solving all the problems that we see and and have set our sights on. So, look, we've had offers, we've had people come, but it it doesn't even interest me the slightest bit. We have so much still to to tackle, and um, it's almost something that I don't think we'll ever really go down that path. We just enjoy every day. I love sitting with the team and, and working out and and solving and creating remarkable products. As that's what gets me up in the morning, getting a big paycheck. Yeah, it's not something and that that I that we're too focused on um, for the timing. We're young. We're we've still got so much of of this journey left. Once 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 money scales past a certain point for you boys, it's like how much money do you need? Like, yeah, exactly. do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. only need so much moving about money. Yeah, you know, once you've got enough money to exactly. to, to to do your golf and to take yeah. your missus on a couple of holidays yeah. a year and buy enough bags, it's like, well, what do what do you, what do, yeah. what do you kind of what do you kind of yeah. what do you kind of need the money for? Do you exactly. know what I'm saying? It's like it's just it just is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. And people, I think I think a lot of young people that listen to this, or a lot of people aspiring to do businesses that listen mm. to this. That they get too focused on 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 
the number, you know, yeah. that million dollar number or that two yeah. million dollar number, or that five million dollar number, th- these arbitrary goals that don't Correct. really matter. Yeah. It's like w- you boys were talking to me as we walked in here about this podcast and I was telling you about how it lights me up, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you boys know how much money I've put in this thing, yeah. right? And at the moment, there's no return on that, but there is a return on that because the return on that is the feedback that I get from people that listen to it and get value from it, right? Correct. And it's like, you can't put a price on that. No. And that is where, and I, I, one thing I want to draw people's attention to is, and, it, and you should watch this on YouTube, because when you were speaking, Alex, about, about the brand, and I could see in your face how it lit you up. Mm. And that is what, is what I try and communicate through this in terms of what I'm doing. It's like, if it lights you up, and it's for you, and yeah. it, it's, it's, it's some powerful yeah. shit. It's yeah. like, that's what gets you up in the morning, doesn't it? And there's no way that you boys could be doing this after six years mm. with the... If, if, if it didn't light you up, yeah. you couldn't do it. You couldn't yep. get there. No way. How have your roles changed in the business? Like, is, have you, have you boys, is one like, you know, founder, CEO, d- directional type thing, and then one's like m- head of marketing, or how, what, how do you sit in the business now, the yeah. pair of you? There's a lot of, still a lot of overlap on some really important things, like when we're working on product and R&D and, and all of that. But, Day to day, I think we're, we're both directors, we're both founders of the company, we both drive the people and the, the vision forward. I think we have a really, today we've got a really, really incredible team so that it's fortunate that myself and Alice can work on some really exciting projects across the board. Um, general split over the last few years was front end focus, back end focus, where Alex would focus more operationally, I'd focus yeah. more, say, front end on, on brand. Yeah. But now we've got an incredible team where myself and Alex have that skill set yeah. across the board to be able to really inspire, lead and drive that vision. Um, so it's not so much about a split. It's more so we know where we're going with two of us as motivated, as powerful as we are, as aligned as we are. It's just to lead the company forward and lead that vision and lead that drive and work together um, as partners to make sure that the company is con- always going towards our North Star and to realign if we ever have to. Yeah, and and how did you go about aligning your the North Star together, and obviously keeping this friendship as strong as it has been over the mm-hmm. years? Because I'm telling you now, yeah. you boys have been through some stressful times. Mm-hmm. Like I know how stressful it would have been scaling the back end production of those units and the th- getting the three PEs and all this kind of stuff in place to get that out. Like mm-hmm. the in fact, probably the actually branding it and getting what you wanted in. <laughs> It was probably easier yeah. than scaling the back end. I'd probably say is that yeah, is that right? Absolutely. So it's like, how do you keep the relationship so strong and so functional? Because there's so many founders that split up and 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 yep. go into these massive wars and yeah. things blow up and re- I think breakdowns. And yeah. how do you do that? I think it comes down to two things. If you everything that we do, we have the intent to drive us forward and get us to our north star. And the only way you can ever do that, secondly, is if you completely remove your ego. That Daily, we're always speaking and really pushing each other to get and figure something out, what the right decision is, and, and we'll really push hard what our own thoughts are. But ultimately, when we make that final decision, the two of us will always go 100% into that decision. Yeah, it's not yeah, like, yeah. oh, but that's my idea. Or it's like none no, of us no, no. own the idea. We're always just put posing what our idea is to push to the next thing. Ultimately, what the best decision is, we're always going to go with that path. And I think you got to have, you be, you have to have humility um, and just your pure intent. And our pure intent is always for high smile, just to go and drive forward. And that's why, no matter what, it's so easy to just 
accept and and go down a, a path that the other person or vice versa that that we sort of think and to drive forward if that makes sense yeah i mean you boys talk about this north star that you both have i mean mm. what what is that north star to you both yeah, yeah and I, how did you and how did you go about settling on the same north star because like i can tell you now that you sit here with three different people and they'll all yeah. have a different idea about what what the north star is to them mm-hmm. so add you know aligning line aligning your purpose your vision and where you want to take the thing yeah how give me a bit of an insight I think we, it comes back to when we first started. We started trying to solve a problem. And the problem at the very beginning was a lot of people that we knew, a lot of close friends and family were getting their teeth whitened, pain sensitivity problems. So we saw this opportunity broader where if you rewind back ever since you were a little kid, your parents would always tell you, brush your teeth, brush your teeth, brush your teeth. Everyone brushes their teeth. We all somewhat care for our teeth but we don't know why we don't know how and we're not really really passionate at making conscious decisions around our overall oral health and oral care um so that stems a bigger problem when you look at other um markets i guess you look at skincare for example there's so much knowledge so much information so much time money and investment from brands from professionals into that space where the consumer is now making a more conscious decision more conscious investment in their overall skincare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas something that we've done since we were kids, brushing our teeth, we don't know how to brush our teeth. We don't even turn our toothpaste on its back and, and look at the ingredients to understand yeah. what are the actives, what's happening, why do I need these actives on my teeth, or do I need something else as a solution? And and when you look at that, when you look at an overall North Star, that's something that can never be complete. It's never like you tick the box in 10 years and go, we've successfully done that. That's something we're always working on. Evolving. Mm. Constantly. Yeah. We need to make – there's a massive, massive need. We need to care for our teeth. We all know that, but we need to – as a as a brand we need to create the ability to educate consumers create products that are incredible and powerful and make consumers want to use those products so they have to be user-friendly safe to use at home and we have to also connect with the professionals and make sure that we're able to um, almost get people to go to the dentist more frequently than we currently yeah, are yeah, 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 and yeah. make that more of a conscious effort. I think that there's such a big thing beyond just our products. There's a big mission and goal for the brand to make small care a massive, massive, massive industry that people truly, truly are ca- passionate about and care about. I know and it doesn't, it, people don't understand the value in, in, in having good teeth for the rest of your life. Mm. It's like every interaction, it pays for itself. Every business meeting, yeah. it pays for itself. You can do more deals with a better smile. You can you can enjoy life with a better smile. You know what I mean? It just changes. You when you smile, it changes the way that you feel inside. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's so much more to it yeah. than just like whitening your teeth. Correct. There's way of more course. to it. It's, it's 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 a feeling. High smile is a feeling that you've you, you've encapsulated mm. in in the, in the brand, isn't it? It's a feeling. You're mm. you're helping people feel better so they can make more money, have a more active lifestyle, and all this kind of stuff. And it just correlates through the brand piece yeah. and that's something you've 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 put together so well i think because obviously there's so many young women and young men out there now that are now more in tune with looking after themselves on a whole different basis because of what you boys have brought to market i just think that the whole the whole game has changed i mean you must have some goals now some big goals in terms of like um you've obviously took took the australian market massively over yeah there must be some massive goals because I know you've got some people that do similar things in this industry and that, you know, play around in the space. Mm. 
you must you must want to take over the American market now, like really dominate. It, like. I think, it, it, yeah, it's one thing when you say taking over, but it's really for us, it's looking at, okay, one, how do we solve these problems and create the remarkable pro- uh, products that solve all of these things? And two, how do we make our product as accessible as we can to yep. as many people as we can around the world? And how do we really reach more of these people? And look, ultimately, it starts... It starts with the products that you're creating. How amazing are they? How much are they solving the problem? Because if they solve the problem enough, people will come to you. Um, so that's really just where everything's centered around. And we know, look, there may be other people in the market, but we know we're in this for a long, long time. And there's so many different things that, that need to, to be worked on, um, on all sides, from education piece to creating certain products to the accessibility component. Yeah. Um, there's just so much there to solve that. And we're, we're so passionate and addicted to getting them solved. And look, if, it, if it's something in the short term or long term, we know we're, we're getting there eventually and it's something that we're super excited about. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's something that there's no, okay, it's there. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, exactly yeah, 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 yeah. It's a long process um, yeah. and it's an exciting process that, that, that we're just excited to just tackle one at a time and we sort of know what's needed to do so. What what Alex said, yeah. like the exciting thing is the people that we meet and the people that we speak to. Yeah. We're speaking to some of the most amazing minds around the world to solve these problems. When we say we're solving these problems, it's not myself and Alex only solving you're, you're these problems. Ju- you're just providing the financials and facilitating these problems We've, being solved oh, with inside your brand. We're very, very involved in the R&D process, in, in the uncovering of these problems, in the co- uncovering of these solutions, but we're working with minds far beyond ours around the world and internally to solve these problems to make the best products because at the end of the day everything we're speaking about it all comes down to having the absolute best product and and that's what it comes down to and it's not just in teeth whitening it's in small care collectively collectively and and it's going well beyond what we're currently doing like our our runway over the next 18 months is so exciting we've got so many products currently being tested and trialed in market with both professionals consumers internally that it's going to be really really exciting for for the the customers and and i guess the world to really um to get to experience and hopefully i think within the next 18 to 24 months we'll see some big shifts in this industry in this space not just for high smile we're just one small brand in the space but hopefully we can have a bit of an impact with the people that we work with to to pay make people more conscious about their teeth because like you said there's a lot of feel good benefits but there's a lot of really important health benefits not just caring for your teeth but other diseases that come through the mouth that are that are often overlooked until you get to a certain age where it's like okay we can't reverse that um that really need to be taken care of so there's a lot of products that we're working on in that space too talk to me about some of these some because i I probably don't know some of these ailments you can catch through 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 the mouth but like talk to me about why why people globally need to be so proactive in, in brushing their teeth. I know it sounds a bit mm. of a silly question, yeah. but it's like, obviously I, I, I've always thought, okay, I need to brush my teeth because one, I need a good smile to, 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 yeah. to just through life, you know, to date, to, mm. to do business, to do all that. You need a good smile, don't you? And I want to keep healthy, of course, but yeah. I don't, I don't know what diseases I'm protecting myself yeah. and not protecting myself from, from in regards to like, in regards to like brushing my teeth. I don't no. know that. It's that actually means. crazy. Like when you have the bad bacteria there, there are, you're susceptible to so many things and th- there are still so many unknowns, but things like heart disease and 
there's a whole range of them and it's from things as simple as bag bacteria. I know there's been stories around people get um, a tooth um, capped or, or whatever that might be and there's certain bacteria stuck there and they've got bad heart problems and they find out that it's actually from, from yeah, their teeth. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Like the simplest bacteria, it's something that, you look, you eat food, you drink through there so you're catching that bacteria you're, that's going into your um, immune and it's causing problems and I think... When you look at it into that depth, there's just so much there that look. If you look after yourself and look after your teeth, you're, you're uh, inevitably going to be so much healthier. Yeah, and I know, I know. It sounds so, and again, like it sounds so simple, doesn't it? It sounds so simple, but there's so many people out there that just don't, just don't get it. Don't and yet you? we've done it since we were five years old. I know it's and, crazy, and no, I, I bet you if, if if all three of us went and brushed our teeth uh, in the mirror. I bet we'd all brush differently Absolutely. for different lengths of time. And different pressures. Different so pressures. you've got people who brush aggressively because in their mind they think brushing hard, I'm going to get rid of everything. Yeah, everything. <laughs> everything I need. My soul. Actually, yeah. <laughs> but you, and you literally do get rid of, you get rid of everything when you do that. Which is, oh, which I'm going to get rid of this date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, is not, which is not a good thing. You're removing your enamel, you're receding yeah. your gums and you're ca- causing more harm than you are good. So yeah. even something as simple as something we've done from the age of five or even before yeah. that, we're doing incorrectly at the same time as well. I reckon in this in this podcast description, I'm going to tag on your website a how to brush your teeth guide. You must have one <laughs> because because I'm telling you now, yeah, some of the audience need educating on yeah, this. Like, yeah. that, because I'm telling you now, I bet not. You, it's like it's, it's a standard thing. You got to do it for at least two minutes, and like yeah. that's why they've got timers on things now. And it's like it's a lot. Yeah. Such a basic thing, but so many of us have messed it up for our entire lives. Yeah. And, and probably don't even know about it. And then you look at something like skincare and where that's come. Yeah. The amount of knowledge and the information there is out there and sort of the routines people do. It's like six-step daily routines and so yeah. on, which is amazing. And yet for your teeth, it's so – that there's barely anything happening. And I think that's where it's like, wow, like how – what what is missing there? And, and for us to sort of look at that – as inspiration and, and understand that and appreciate and say, okay, how do we do it? If you look at skincare 10, 15 years ago, it was nothing like what yeah. it is today. The category, the category's grown massively, is not it? Huge. People used to go to the supermarket. They used to buy the really abrasive stuff on their skin. I remember, and you just used to rub your face. Think It's the same thing. You think rub as hard as you can, it'll get rid of everything, but it was actually causing so much damage and it was actually causing more problems. It's the same thing with wh- wh- how people yeah. look at oral care and something as simple as brushing their teeth, for example. So we know, again, it's just at the start of where we know small care will become and where we see ourselves as being such a player to change that um, information and change that path. So you, so you can, you, this category that you're in right now, and obviously I, I presume you're probably moving towards a, maybe even the tech space as well in the future. Like, do, is, is, is it right on the cusp of like literally like going, going to the, to that moon, moon shot because of what you're doing and how you're pushing it forward? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's everything together, like to create, a business that that goes for a long time and really does well it's not just one thing it's not just brand it's not just product it's the whole lot it's what you believe in the how you see the whole category 
and how the whole how you see the whole category can progress further. Um, obviously, we know what we're doing, but we also know that as we go down this path, more will follow and we'll really start a movement in Smile Can, create a change. And look, for us, we see it's as such a positive if all the other companies in our space of oral care also follow and also start educating. And we think it's such a good thing that can happen to, to the industry. I, I love it, man. I love the, I love the fact that you've just got such a clear purpose towards what you're doing and why you're doing it. One of the one of the reasons I believe you've got a clear purpose is because obviously the, the probably the routines and the habits that you boys have set aside in your lives to get to this point. Like, can you give me some insights into what you boys are doing on the daily basis and how you're kind of educating your minds to facilitate this growth? Like at the end of the day, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't just come. By, by way of like, oh, you know, we got Shopify, we did this, we plugged that into that and that did that and then yeah. we, we put we did Facebook ads. It doesn't come down to that. It's it's mindset. It's like, a, you know, are you reading? What are you reading? You know, what are you pl- are you planning shit? Have you got, have you, you must have, you must have like monthly goals, weekly goals, daily goals that you have to hit in order to get to these levels that you've got to. And I just want to kind of get into that. I want to find out what you're doing on that level. Yeah, I think um, it, we work out five, six days a week, and that's something different every single time. I think for us, we've got routines, but both of us, ever since we were young, ever since we've known each other, we've been so similar in a way where we always like to try and test new things and and read and learn and understand what are other people doing in the space. So when it comes to training, it's not just going to the gym and lifting weight. Having a purpose behind the training that we're doing and what we're trying to do, whether it's being a functional athlete, whether it's to put on size, or whether it's to improve um, my ability to run to 10 kilometers. So setting little challenges aside like that and then testing ourselves by doing different things that's something that we'll always do. So what we've been doing over the last three weeks is different to what we were doing six months ago in a training aspect. And and training for us is generally in the morning. So yeah. we, we train, we're at the office or at the beach or wherever we're... Because you've got a gym at the office now, haven't you? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which I've not been invited to yet. <laughs> and these boys will be inviting me. Definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's go. Absolutely. And yeah, we're, so yeah. We're, at, we're at the gym, if we're at the gym at, at 5 a.m. Um, we train and then... Diet and nutrition is something that's important to us. We're not, again, we're not limited to one diet or one style of eating. You're conscious of what you're putting in your body yes. and, ha- and how it makes you feel. Because yeah. obviously, like if you eat certain things at certain times of the day, that's going to kill your energy flow, which kills your creativity. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't do things for you. Definitely, it's like we when we look at anything, it's like we we always try to have the most balanced approach that we can to that thing. So we know that there's so many smart minds and smart minds who are at times extremist in their one sort of set of knowledge and we appreciate that I guess how we look at it appreciating their knowledge for that one thing but not just saying okay that's the only right thing it's like we look at everything whether that's gym or food or or the mindset or or doing certain sort of things I think it always comes down to just doing it in a balanced approach understand it appreciate it um but it doesn't mean that you then stop everything out like it's really just learning to balance and hold all plates and and sort of that's where you create your own version of it and that's where it really suits you the best you not to just take it and become that thing. It's like learn it, understand it, figure it. And see how, what, do you see how that fits yeah. in with and your life. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that 
perfect balance approach. That's when everything sort of works out. Have you boys had any had, had any like kind of mentors in this space and people that you've kind of like that, that you've obviously like may have paid, may not have paid, but like got involved and, and kind of got you to to, ch- to channel you in a certain direction? I wouldn't say mentors. We haven't got one person, but on that, I think a big part of when you talk about what what do we do that sort of sets us and and gets us going from a motivation energy perspective communication i think if if it's just me in a room working on a laptop or alex in a room we're we're useless i think having that team or having people around you internally externally that you can constantly lean on and talk to and and ideate around and brainstorm we're not a genius in on our own yeah no i don't think anyone is i think yeah. you need people you need community and you need that constant conversation so in terms of mentors we don't have one person but we learn f- and speak to everyone, everybody everything yeah. Yeah. yeah always listening yeah always always listening our team out like it's just such an open our, the environment at our office it's just like everyone just sort of opens up and speaks and collaborates and works together it's not like that person is over there and like yeah, yeah, everything's yeah. just yeah. open. And from myself and Nick, it's like everything that we work on with a team, it's, we work on it together. If there's wins, it's together. If there's losses, it's together. We Everything we sort of share um, in the spoils, the burdens, everything that comes. And I presume the you boys agree the direction of where the where the business is headed, yep. but then you but then you you give a license for the others to express themselves within the within those lines to to go and create that stuff and yep. get ready. Yep. You don't put any rigidity around. Oh, you've got to market this way. If there's if they could add something in that could market a different way or get a different result, you kind of do you kind of leave people to let themselves go to the water themselves rather than trying to lead them to the water to drink. Or yeah, yeah absolutely. Every, sort of everyone really guides themselves, and then obviously we we come together and say, okay, what works, what doesn't, how do we sort of go and that that's sort of where we sort of come together and we work together to sort of bring it to life. And it's always mul- it's never just one person or it's always a team. It's always like all of us together to sort of go to, through to that next point. Do you know the one thing I, I want to say to you boys that I've noticed about you two and other top people in the space that have done 50, 100 mil, 200 mil is the fact that, and, and specifically about you boys, is the fact that obviously how powerful and how good has it been for you two as, as young men? Because it's so easy for young men to, when they're making the amount of money that you're making to, to like, you know, be over here, be over there energy wise. But you mm-hmm. boys have got two beautiful, elegant women in your lives that obviously supportive and, and support you beyond the background. And I think it's important on this podcast to drill into that and to talk about that because not many people do talk about that. Yeah. Like they, they, they talk about you and this, that and the other. But when you're a young man, you, you, you kind of, you, you're, eye- and you're single, your eyeballs are all over the gaff, you're this, that, and the other, yeah. you lose concentration, this, that, and the other. I mean, how important is it having that supportive person in your life and, and what have these women added to you in yeah. your journey? No, very important. And I think, again, it comes back to what we were saying before. It's, it's balance. You've, you've got to really have a good balance in your life and obviously having an amazing partner sort of, it, it elevates you. You learn sort of new skills and how to sort of be homely and how to sort of be more mature and how to do other things. And I think, yeah. you, again, it's the same thing Nick said before where you're sort of always learning and picking things up from, from other people and then it adds another person who elevates you in some way or another. So I think it's just, yeah, it really helps sort of keep the balance 
really well because you because you both got with your partners like young you know yeah, what I mean like yeah. you're relatively you're still young now but like you're very young when you got with your partners do you know what I'm saying yeah. it's it's a powerful thing it's it's something that you have to notice because like I, when I look at the success of my mum and dad it's like they've, oh, they've been married 40 years and there's a clear and you know like when you see that unconditional love and yeah. all that kind of stuff and you see that like yeah. beautiful relationship and it might sound a bit like a bit woo woo in that but it's, yeah, no. you look at that and you think I get it you know what I mean I get why that is successful because of that dynamic when you've got that dynamic covered off you can concentrate on bigger things and more purposeful things in your life whereas if you're spending your energy chasing this thing over here that's not going to give you the fulfillment in your life and your business and everything else that you think it will and I think too many young men and young women get trapped in that for the social acceptance rather than what you boys have done which is obviously like okay cool this woman's beautiful, elegant, yep. and she's all that I want, and I'll just yep. be all in on that, yep. and then I can be all in on my business too, yep. and she'll support my purpose and support my passion, and we'll grow together. Yep. And we're so much, as human beings, we are so much more powerful as people together, not yeah. by ourselves. Yeah, By yourself, I don't care how smart you are, how smart you think you are, a group of incredible people a team will always um continue to uh grow and prosper not not in any one way but in a balanced way in all ways i think you'll feel more fulfilled you'll feel like you've got a bigger purpose because it's not just your purpose it's your partner's purpose and the people around you's purpose and if you've got kids or whoever's around you it's everyone's purpose and it's about balancing that and that's that's what life is it's not just the business it's it's as a collective in business. What's amazing is the people in the team in life. What's amazing. It's the people around you and your partner yeah. and your family. And so important. So important. So and energy, energy is like, it, that's how you create good energy in it's life. Like good it's, momentum, everything. Yeah. And the more people you have thinking in the same way, the more people that will ca- then come and further contribute to that sort of same way of, um, sort of thinking so i think it's just such a good momentous thing bringing more people sort of who have that same sort of way to look at things just going back then when you first came to bringing people on i mean i mean we're talking about how valuable people are but at this point in time when you when you when you look back it was probably a massive massive decision in your life because every person that you bring bring on even at the level you bring them on at the start is like a hundred thousand dollars a year to your business cost plus all the other costs that go with it it's like it's not a small decision i mean what what kind of revenue point did you did you first take on that first hire yeah i think it, it it's very much like starting the business in the first place when you do start you thought you're always pushing yourself further so when you start the business obviously investing the money at the at the very start it then goes to okay we now need an office all right we've got to invest in, into yeah. an office and you always get get those little butterflies like but ultimately you trust in the process of look these things are necessary because of xyz yeah you then bring on the right people and you're you have that same conversation okay we need these people because we need to grow here here and here um i think having that very um I guess consistent and, and very focused um, attention on why you need these things and trusting in the process that, that things work out. And look, sometimes things don't work out, but you figure out and, and you learn and you understand and that will then be used somewhere else where you won't make, make that same mistake. Um, but yeah, I think you, you always just, to, to move forward, you must progress and you must... You must um, have people. Not be scared. Yeah, you must have people... Don't be afraid. Like, really trust in the process. And you can make you can make the wrong hires and reverse that. It's not yeah. it's not the end of the world like everyone makes out it be. Oh, you know, you made the wrong hire because at the end of the day, it's. I remember an entrepreneur explained this to me. He goes, um, 
because I used to always think about people in like, oh, that's 50 grand a year, that's 100 grand a year, that person's X amount of money per year. But he was like, no, 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 no. Just that's, you know, you're paying, you're paying them weekly. You've got to pay them X amount of weeks if, they, if you lay them off anyway. It's like, just think of it as that many weeks. It's, and it's like, as soon as you think of it as like that, and it's like, that's how much you've got to generate to cover that, that, and that. It's like, you, you, it just kind of clears the path of this big number, this big yeah. arbitrary number that you put around... A, a, put around a person when you're first starting I mean mm. so it's Absolutely. like it kind, of, it kind of just clears your mind from the whole thing and yeah, the big thing with people I think when we've when we've really brought on the right people in the team is to not look at it as a number or someone to do a task yep. for us it's always about finding the right people and the right minds not just for a task but to come onto the team yeah. so you may be a designer but if we're hiring you just to accomplish a few design tasks what happens when those design tasks, design tasks either don't exist or things change and your skill set yeah. changes? If you can hire a mind and the person and the people who really fit the culture and the values and the rest of the team, it doesn't matter if they're a designer, if there's someone in the R&D team, somewhere in customer experience, whoever it might be, they're going to add to that culture and contribute beyond just what their direct task and roles are. And I think that's when we've, when we've brought people on with that in mind and we've brought people on as we've started to mature and learn along the way, that's been a key learning is hire the person, not just their skill set for that task. Yeah. And, and I know, you, I know you wanted to just say something on that, didn't you? No, it was, it was very much the same. I very much on that. Very much, yeah. the, the one thing I want everyone to realize right now is the fact this is the difference between 200 million and 5 million e-commerce brand. And the simple difference is this, you reinvest the money all back in the right minds, the right people, the right processes, the right research, the right development. You know, it, you, you're investing in, exactly. in something way bigger than, than, way today. than today, right? And, and, and you see all these people that get to like five mil, but then they're at five mil next year and they're five mil the year after and they might get to eight mil. It's like, well, yeah. there's, there's a reason the exponential growth happens in brands like High Smile. And the reason is the reinvestment and the, and the, and the, the bigger vision than just, okay, I need this designer, I need this SEO guy, I need this Instagram marketer. It's like, no, no, I need Angela because Angela believes in the vision of High Smile. Yeah. You get the per- yeah. you're, you're investing in the person, you're not invest- the title, not yeah. the experience. You're investing in the person, the way they look at things, the way they look and the way they work towards uh, solving things and just their overall aura. And again, it comes down to the same thing, their intent to yeah, be there yeah. and how much and how hungry they yeah. are. If you get someone who's so passionate and as passionate as us and goes to, to task and really um, chooses ineptly to tackle those problems like we do, they are the greatest people um, that you can ever have um, to be part of your company. That's how you truly solve things. It's not the person who's the expert at that one thing. Yeah. Because if they're the expert but they're not the right person, it is very toxic because then yeah. they have that their ego Whole is effect. so high and it just wrecks everyone because everyone else looks at oh is that how you like how people should should sort of act so I think get the right people and you have an amazing uh, and I think you culture. get you get the right people don't you by by educating them on where you where you want to where you where you're trying to get to in yeah. terms of like okay well this is how we want to this, we want to change people's experience around this, and, and this is our vision yeah. for this. Yeah. And if they buy into your vision, then then Correct. even if she's even if even if there's got to be some educational piece around their role and and how they're developing your company, it's like well that's all right because I'd rather have that person than have this person who's going to be Correct. this expert, but they do it the way because that was the way it was Correct. done in 1996. Exactly, and it's almost like it's not even just money. 
Nick's and my vision. It's our vision now. Like we, yeah. it's like this is a vision that's sort of progressed with the with the team as a whole. Not me and Nick just sitting in a room and saying this is the new vision. It's like we. This has been like a long process of constantly working together with the team, collaborating, thinking, and it's now all of ours. And I think now when people come on, it it always sort of bundles together yeah. then they f- understand it's not just me and nick preaching it. it it's all of us acting in the way in which um to sort of get to our goals and then drive us forward so, yeah and and you've completely bootstrapped this haven't you yeah you've not took on any invest investment and obviously like there's been a it's probably been a few times when you've been offered the investment as well not only just yeah. to buy the company but i'm talking about investment yeah. Yeah. did you did you like were you resolute in not accepting investment or are you are you open to accepting investment in the future to where you want to go to to change more people's lives or how how have you how have you kind of worked that out in your minds yeah i think it's got to be like the way we look with people like the way we do things it's got to be the perfect fit at the perfect time and it's it's whenever it's something it's not just about that direct thing so when you talk about investment it's not just about the money and what that can do for us it's 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 about everything like if Let's let's talk about investment. If we do, ta- if we ever did take on investment, can that take us further through the connections, through opening doors, through R and D opportunities? Can yeah. we create better products? Can we be a better brand? Can we all be better people? Can we be a better team? Do we have good communication skills yeah. with these people? Do yeah. we like them? Yeah. That's do you know what I mean? The most so important, important, isn't it? So if that was ever to be a decision, it's not that we're stubborn in our way and got this dogma where it's like, don't take on money. Don't. It's it's not that at all. For us, it's like everything has to be a fit. There has to be a purpose. There has to be a reason beyond just that direct reason. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. And I, and I, and I can see the intent with everything you're saying, why you're saying it. And it's so, so important that people get it. You know, it's people, it's relationships. Yeah. You're in the relationships game. Every. Yeah. Every person that you come into contact with in life, you leave feeling better for meeting you or leave feeling worse. They never, ever leave the same. Yeah. They never leave the same in yeah. your entire, every interaction you make. Even that guy Spot we met on. that was in the lift that yeah. I said hello to when we got in the lift yeah. and he didn't say nothing to me. <laughs> but like at the end of the day, I've tried my best to, to communicate with him. I can't do nothing about how he feels, but yeah. I'm going to try and make him feel a bit, little bit better today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, that's how you should interact with everyone. Spot Just on. try and leave them a little bit better than how you found them. Yeah. The, the, the big investments I believe that I saw in terms of what you boys made in the early days as well that I want to touch upon and I want to find out how I presume these are really pivotal is you obviously invested in like Conor McGregor and, and other big, big influences. And was, was that something that was kind of like, was it hard to part with the kind of cash that you had to part with at the time to do those kind of deals, to make those kind of things happen? Because you'd not, I know that you got a lot of sales in return for doing it, but you don't know, you can't guarantee that when you're sinking that much cash into someone like that, you can't guarantee, you know, you know, these things come off. Is it, talk to me about that, how, how you went about, you know, formulating that as a, as a kind of a plan of attack and, and getting that off the ground. Yeah, I think at the start, like when we did start working with some of the bigger names, for us, it was always a around like like i said everything's a bigger purpose everything's more than just a sale so we never measure a return on the direct return that that yeah. brings so whether it's someone in our team internally it's not like how many kits or products or did they volume sell? are they yeah, going to yeah. sell any anyone whether it's someone we work with externally or internally so that's the first thing um the way we approach things it's never to just make revenue it's got to do it's got to do more than that there's plenty of ways when we talk about numbers that people can go out there and make 
Massive make sales numbers. and make yeah. numbers. But yeah. for us, it's not about that. It's about the alignment and the timing and what we're trying to do. So when you talk about someone like Conor McGregor, for us, our big purpose is to get people more conscious about smile care, to care for their teeth. And at the end of the day... He's the biggest smile in UFC. In, in he's, yeah. he's a big name. But at, and at the time when we're looking at our market, we were so heavily f- female skewed yeah. that it's got to be both genders um, yeah, along the yeah. journey. We're not yeah. a female only or male only brand. We're, yeah. we're for everyone. So for us, it was about, okay, to do this at the stage that we're at in the business, we have to work with someone who can elevate us and almost communicate our message out there to that side of the audience as well. And and that was a part of, I guess, the alignment and the strategy and working with someone who believed in the brand, believed in us, um, and believed in the product first and foremost, most importantly, was backing that um, and could get our voice and get as um, the brand out there to that community. So that, yeah. When you're working with a person of the stature of Connor, right, and with everything that he's done in the sport, I take it because you're because you're investing so heavily in this person, you obviously want to speak to the person and, and kind of feel and get a vibe for them on a personal level because you can see them on social. I mean, what was it like kind of sitting down with, with Connor and just kind of and, and maybe maybe initially on the phone or something like that and kind of vibing him out and seeing if he fits with what you're trying to achieve and kind of gets it? it what was that like? Yeah, I think exactly sort of how you can imagine someone to have achieved that stature. Sort of it's that same, I guess, humble... Um, so quite surprisingly that humble sort of approach to everything very nice um, sort of again loved everything about what we did and was super humble about the whole relationship never once did you feel anything else but again it showed you that the, to achieve that stature it's you it's quite the contrary it's very humble yeah. it's very um, you've got a lot of humility as well I imagine that would be the case because um, I had John Wayne Parr on and I'll probably drop this episode by by now. By the time this podcast is out, I'll probably drop the John Wayne Parr episode. But when John Wayne Parr came in and you see someone who's achieved 10 times being a world champion, lads, yeah. and you're thinking to yourself, and when he's coming around there, and I, I know how many egos can be involved in oh, boxing yeah. from being around the game a little while myself. It's like, I think to myself, oh, this is going to go one or two ways. And I was like, how humble is this guy? How humble is he? How well spoken is he? How well thought out is he? How, how, the depth, the depth of of feeling and the depth of thought that goes into everything, and the way that he articulates it, mm. and the and the feeling that you get from talking to a man like this is just, it's just you cannot, you can't fathom it. Yeah. You can't fathom it because these, because you got to understand that someone like Conor McGregor, he's out there trying to sell tickets, he's out there trying to generate revenue, he's out there trying to get opportunities. He's 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 gone from you know back end of state in in Ireland, back end yeah. of state in Luton yeah. to, to to achieving a world title, and people people get it get it twisted that that you know they they they've got this massive ego, but then when you meet him, you're like that's such a hum such humble people. No, no. It's just. It just amazes you how, but then, but then on the other side of the coin, you meet other people and you think, oh, they're going to be humble as fuck. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then, the opposite, yeah. and, then, and then you meet them and they're like, yeah. The ones not- that are truly at the top, you always know that they sort of have that same inept thing. They're very humble. They have a lot of humility. Um, it's a weird thing because they equally have that supreme confidence as well, but I think they're not to be sort of masked. They're two very different things and at different times sort of they, they switch on, but you can sort of see it in everyone who has done something really, really great. Yeah, no, no, I agree with you. And I think, I think that the, the, you have to, and as, as a brand, you've done well to align yourself with people that have, have worked like on the humble side of things, as well as, as, as kind of 
deliver the numbers because you, the last thing you want to be doing is locked in a deal with someone and then then, then find out you know they're not they're not the yeah. then they're not hit, they might hit the numbers but they're not delivering the other valuable things that yeah. you want that Being you a want good person or, yeah yeah, no. yeah we've been know. very very lucky to have I guess the right partners because you, cause you went out didn't you go out there and and, and go. Didn't you go? Wasn't it? Didn't you go out there and watch him fight as well? Yeah, we met up with him, the team, and all of that, which was amazing. It was really, really good. Yeah, yeah. What an, what an experience to yeah, to no. kind of be around that environment. Yeah. You, it was you, crazy. Did you boys want to jump in there yourselves? Do <laughs> <laughs> a fight I camp? Know, I don't know how we'd go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you now, right? It ruined your smile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would be smiling very long when he got old, yeah. Uh, <laughs> or one of them Russians out <laughs> yeah, in those countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But you boys must must have something else. I, th- I, th- I think I know the answer to this. It's probably golf for you boys, but <laughs> like, you must have something else beyond beyond work. You know how how are you how are you switching off? How are you you getting you getting beyond the working day? I know I know how passionate and how purposeful you are, and that can only be so long. But I think it's also for important for people to have that time off and, and kind of kind of be themselves. I mean, mm. what what do you boys do in that respect? Yeah, I, I think. It's a good question. It's a weird one on on that side because of how much we sort of love what we do in respect to. It's not necessarily we're at work or we're not at work. It's almost like it's always there. It's every sort of in in some form. It's part of everything that that we sort of do in our life. But look, you you obviously do have your things where you relax. For for me, my vice is golf. I love doing that with my family. Um, the normal things being at home. Um, with family and with the partner, like just the simple things um, in life. But look, at the same time, it's not like I do that or I do that. It's always all for so It's together. like an amalgamation. Yeah, yeah, it's that same, again, trying to balance everything together. Every, once you find that perfect, perfect sort of mould of how it all fits, it, it's sort of everything's awesome at all times. Um, yeah. And I think that that's sort of where me, myself personally, I'm at with my life with just being so happy with everything from work to family to really just in a comfortable spot uh, and what about yourself yeah i think um equally to alex i think if you do something that you love you want that to be a part of everything that you do so we never let it's not work and then you switch off but yeah i think the family part's big i think now where we're at it's like building that family and and continually looking to grow and and get better as as better relationships with your family and with yeah. your closest friends and and get, having the right people in your life and making the right decisions and enjoying enjoying everything that you do enjoying every moment of what you do wherever you are in the world and whatever you're doing so i think that balance and like we said we train we 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 educate ourselves outside of our space and our field and what we do and constantly have that beginner's mindset to just want to learn and just be curious at all times. I think mm. curiosity is what got us to where yeah, we are 100%. today and curiosity will get us to by for the next hundred, whatever years we're alive. So yeah, 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 yeah. hundred yeah, yeah. percent curiosity is the answer to everything. And it yeah, just, just, just keep asking yeah. more questions, better yeah. questions, re- redefining the questions you ask, yep. how you ask them, why you ask them. You know, just to try and get as much out. You know, seventeen different thousand ways you could exactly you could ask a question to exactly. to, to to 
to garner a different result or a different reaction. Yeah, absolutely. But you, you boys must have had some some massive struggles along the way, though. Like on a personal, I want on on I want to know some of these personal struggles that you, you you must have been through yourselves. Because yes, you are well spoken men, and yes, you are at a point where you you you've got the 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 beautiful women in your life that 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 that, that are good for you. You you know you've got a phenomenal online business. You've got a great team and all that stuff. But there then there's I can see there's must have been so many so much stuff that you've learned on a physical level where you've perhaps had to get rid of your ego where you've perhaps had to you know fucking check yourself you know yeah. what I mean like well, g- give me some insights into into some of these struggles and learnings that you've personally had yourselves yeah well yeah, there you go yeah well I think if you think about everything there's always sort of a struggle going into some like go, getting you to that next spot so from being young you sort of sort of figuring life out, figuring things out. And I think it's through that that you sort of learn slowly but surely as you go sort of and become an adult what sort of matters, um, how to sort of learn all these personal sort of character things, personal traits that make you a good person and yeah. have good character. Um, but, yeah, I think it's just going through life, obviously on my side, coming from a family not with ridiculous amount of money, so really understanding how to work and how to work hard and do everything with, I guess... Are you second generation? Second generation or third generation here in Australia for your family? Uh, second generation. So you must have seen, like, your family go through the struggle of coming here and, yep. and having nothing. And yep. what, 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 was it, what was it that your family did at the start to kind of get into business, to kind of get to the point where they could obviously give you the life that you've got to be able yep. to do this? Yeah, so... It, just from working hard and just working a, I guess, a standard job to support um, family. Obviously, my mum on her side just working and, and working herself her way up. Um, and you sort of learn those traits of just never giving up at the same time. So always striving and having a huge vision. And no matter what you do, always strive for the best. Even if you, even if you're just working a, a standard day job, always strive for the best and put giving yourself the ability to get to that that point that you want to be don't don't ever give up um put a hundred percent of yourself in anything that you do i think growing up there the thing definitely the key things that i learned from the way my mum conducted herself and the way that she did um did that i think that's a a key learning on my side i love that what about yourself yeah i think like alex said growing up there's a little little struggles and things that that come about but the thing that i keep going back to is i remember in grade from grade 10 to probably grade 10 and 11 were the hardest years because for me school was one of those things that I just it it was not for me and I like I was a good kid in terms of responsible uh kind respectful my mind just could not operate in that space and the way I was learning and I was getting good grades, but it just wasn't fulfilling me. I'd have sleepless nights. I'd get, I get nerves to do certain things, whether it was public speaking or a test or an essay. I was never prepared, and I, it just wasn't my passion. I, I, at the time, I wanted to play football. I loved football. I loved sport. I wanted to keep active. And I was <coughs> super, super curious at all times. And yeah. school, really, from grade ten and eleven, especially, would killed just, your curiosity, doesn't it? Yeah. Killed yeah. my curiosity. It, it raised a lot of stress for me, but I'll, I'm a stubborn person. Once I commit to something, I commit to something I was never going to pull out. And I think also to please others, I think to go through that process, you've got your parents who obviously yeah. they, they want you to do a certain thing. But then why well, I say grade 10 and 11, when I got to grade 12, I 
realized who I was. I knew who I was as a person. And that's when I started doing things for myself. And I was 17 at the time. And that's when I said, you know what? This is, I didn't yeah. know what I was good. I still wanted to play football, but I didn't have the stress in grade 12. Everyone enters, enters grade 12 and it's like, that was my most stressful years. For me, it was before that. Grade 12 was, for me was like a release. It was like, I knew I wasn't going to go to university. I decided that and I was at ease. I, I stood up for myself and said to my parents, I looked them in the eyes and said, I'm going to work hard. Both my parents didn't go to university. Yeah, yeah. I said, you guys have done just fine. <laughs> I said, yeah. look, I'm not looking to be, <laughs> like I'm not looking to make the most amount of money. I'm just looking, just looking for, for me, happiness, for happiness and, and purpose with what I'm doing. And I didn't know what that was going to be, but I, I just, grade 12, I just remember feeling at ease and feeling happy. Well, a lot of people at school are stressed studying and all that for me. Yes, I still committed. I still, still studied. I did what I had to do to pass and do well. But for me, it was just this passing of the baton feeling and understanding that I'm not here to impress anyone on this earth but myself first and foremost. Yes, you can't love look that. To, I love that. Yeah, and you can't look to help others and change the world until you can fix yourself. And I think that was the point that I realized I'm okay with, with where I'm at. I can work hard. I realized I had a high threshold to, to hard work and I loved working hard. I knew I, was, I wasn't lazy. I could solve problems and I wanted to solve problems. If I needed to be physical and work physically, I could roll up the sleeves and do that yeah, as well. I yeah, could work yeah. long hours, do whatever it took. And because I knew that within my own capabilities, I could then be at ease to then be able to support and help others. Not, not financially support, I mean... Have emotionally, a shoulder, yeah, emotionally, yeah, emotionally have a shoulder to lean on give guidance give support conversate but until that point I never felt that because I wasn't at ease and at I guess with myself I didn't really know myself yes. I was more trying to impress others at that point entering grade 12 it was that first moment where I realized first and foremost do this for you and that's what we tell everyone who who is a part of the high small team at the end of the day you have to do what's best for you. Whether that be here at High Smile, we're all for it, or whether that be somewhere else, yeah, all for it. We're not here to keep someone locked up and, and just working for High Smile because they're the most amazing mind. Don't get us wrong. We'd love to have the biggest and the best team and, and keep everyone along the, for the journey for the next 100 years. It's not realistic. People have different things going People on. People have in their different life. goals, different aspirations. Yeah, you absolutely. can't. You, it's not for you to hold well someone and them to have that. And yeah. You want you that. want yeah. that because absolutely. in order for them to have that curiosity and, and, and creativity in your business and helping you grow high smile as as a team, they need to have that 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 drive and that curiosity for themselves as well. Yeah, Otherwise, absolutely. they're not going to solve problems within your business. Um, you know, as well as they could do because they're not thinking outside the box. Yeah. Because when you're going into the kind of spaces that you boys are going into and we'll move on to that, it's like um, we're doing all the research and all the stuff and all these developments and all this and all that mm. and rah, 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 rah. And you're doing all these things. You, you can't be thinking the same way as, 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 as old mate down the road. You yeah. have to have that curiosity. Right. You have to be willing to be open-minded and stuff. Yeah. I just think for you, for, um, for me personally, I didn't, I, I was still wearing that kind of, that, that cape, that kind of mask until I was in, my, you know, mid twenties, late twenties. I was still wearing that fucking mask, mm. still, still trying to be what the world wanted me to be until then. Like yeah. the fact that you got that in year 12, the fact that you understood that from then, fucking phenomenal because not many men get that opportunity in fact there's a lot of men listening to this right now who are turning up to the world every day as someone who they're yeah. not actually they're not they're not actually the true selves there's a lot yeah. of women doing that too yeah. and and if there's one fucking thing that you lot get from this podcast is that 
get take that away from this podcast because that is some powerful shit. Yeah. It's like knowing who the fuck you are and how you want to turn up every day and and being okay with yourself and being comfortable in who you are and and how you want to be. That's so powerful, yeah. boy. It's so right so on. powerful. And t- for you boys to get that so young and f- in your journey, mm. I just think that's what I find the most exp- inspiring thing. The, the self-realization absolutely because yeah. because i'll tell you Nothing now matters, yeah. like uh, you know i'm 33 years old as we speak right yeah. now but i didn't get that until you know even probably being in australia a year like in my yeah. first year in australia because right. i still masks up you know yeah, ego yeah, yeah. ego 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 Head, trying yeah, heads yeah up. holds it like yeah fucking i'm the yeah. greatest i'm this like, yeah. fuck off fuck off mate what yeah, have you done yeah. what have you yeah, done yeah. to prove that you are yeah what you know and you're only ever as fucking good as 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 what you did yesterday yeah, yeah. do you know what i mean Absolutely. you can't live off you can't live off the past it's like when i'd been here two or three years and i was living off the you know i had him a my Instagram bio, professional boxing trainer. I'm like, well, I haven't been a professional boxing trainer <laughs> since 2017, yeah? But yeah, I've got it in my bio in 2019. I'm like, what the fuck's going on, mate? That is not who you are. Yeah, you got to remove that. It's like you always got to check yourself for yeah, that shit. Because yeah. that shit appears in all areas of your life and business 100%. all the time. Yeah. you got to be honest with yourself. I think that's yeah, a big thing. And, yeah. and have those honest conversations with yourself and question, where can you do better? And I, I think not enough people... Yeah. do that almost yeah. is just really having the honest conversation I think it's really valuable I find it valuable anyway is it, when you have those kind of honest conversations is it a point where you boys I mean I, I know it sounds sounds silly but I know a lot of people do this at a high level sit in, I sit in silence a lot boys I sit in silence and I just yeah. let, my, let my mind go and I kind of I kind of ascertain where you know am I going in the right direction am I concentrating on the right things mm-hmm. here am I is there something I'm fucking missing is there something I'm missing? Is there something, is there a bigger pool, something I should be doing yeah, rather yeah, than yeah, this? Yeah. Because you can set these goals and set these to-do lists and set all these things, right? And in, in, in your fucking, you plan it out, don't you? you? You know, you wake up, you think, right, 5am I'm in the gym, this yeah. is nothing about And you, you boys probably have the same thing where you write down what yeah. you fucking got to do, what you got to achieve that day, your three big goals, bang, 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 bang. You get into that, fucking six weeks down the line, you might find out your ladder's been lent against the wrong fucking wall because yeah. you didn't ever sit there and be present with yourself. Mm. Like, honest, yeah present and honest yep. but you've got to be present in order to be honest right yeah. <laughs> you can't Absolutely. be honest about being present yeah, right on. and it's just not it's just it's just so powerful that i think credit to you boys for that credit to you boys and for i think that. again just touching on that quickly it's having a good circle of people where they can be honest with you too yeah when you are not when you are acting out of character to yeah sort of have that the big shoulders i think for for me obviously i've got stefan my brother who he will always tell me, no matter what, no matter who or how old I become, he'll always say, hey, what, like, what, what's the reason? Uh, with and I think you need people yeah. to, to sort of keep you in check as 100%, well. 100%, mate. Stefan Tomic is the <laughs> nicest guy that I've ever met. I promise you, the most humblest yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, your Absolutely. brother is the most humblest dude. I train with him every day, bro. Yeah. I train with your brother every day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's such a nice guy. Is, what, yeah. what, what, what more can you say about him? He's, he's, uh, he's, he's just the nice. He's just <laughs> the nicest guy. Like I don't think anybody that I know would 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 be able to say that he's not the nicest guy. No, he, he always he, has, he, he always has time nicest. for anyone and everyone. It's the best. He's the way he treats other people is amazing. Yeah, and it's not just his clothes. It's everyone. I think. Yeah, it's I a real testament to I know to and, how and, he is, and it's as like a, as you, a person. you boys have all got like beautiful cars, and you and you're doing well, and you, and all that stuff, and this that and the other. But if 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 
people that haven't had a word for themselves and done the internal work looked at you, they'd make a judgment about how you're going to turn up before they've even met potentially yeah. potentially it'd be the same with Stefan they'd look at him and think oh he's got this nice car he's got this whatever but you talk to the guy yeah. the most humblest dude you'll ever <laughs> yeah. met right do you know what I mean whereas yeah. whereas, whereas the guys with the biggest ego they can yeah. be the, they, could, they can be the guy that further down the car park with, with yeah. do you know what I mean with a whole different ball game and stuff Spot and it's, it's, it's quite yeah. the one the, the the thing you got to get out of that is the fact that just give people the the time of day to, to to show them show you yeah. the true selves not to like, just judge not, on, on yeah a, we've all been guilty of it we've all done it we've, we've all done we've all done it judgment yeah but the the judgment on someone else is mm. the, is you judging yourself yeah yeah spot on you, you know it's your I mean? own insecurity it's your own insecurity. Yeah. Your own insecurity, but honestly, your brother soundest. <laughs> but I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad yeah. you brought that up because yeah. uh, I'm glad we got him in on this podcast. Yeah. I'm telling you, he's I'm like this, he's the soundest guy, mate. And <laughs> Stefan, you better be listening to this podcast because uh, I'm championing your cause right now. <laughs> but lads, if there's any, like obviously there is going to be some, but if you're if you're a young man or woman out there who wants to succeed in business, e-commerce, life and really, really, really move it forward, move the needle, you know, take things to the next level. And you boys had some, you know, you got to leave the planet and leave your most powerful, powerful words in, in terms of like to really make them move mountains in their own legacy. What, what, what would you say to them? Quite simply, if I just to nail it down of what are the things that you can always relate to is intent, hunger and passion if you do everything with that conviction you will you'll figure out a way to do it some people you see i'm starting this business or i'm doing that but you it's all about how much do you actually want it because if you say that but you're sort of tiptoeing in and out of it you'll never truly eventuate to anything because you're not putting dedicating yourself and if you want it, something like running a business and running a business for a long time it takes a lot so you need to have the thing that you you want to do that for a lifetime and you'll love to do it for a lifetime. And that, that's that intent yeah. that you have to have. Yeah. That, that kind of burning desire. A, you have to have that. I feel like if you truly want to make it, you, it's not like, Oh, I'm going to just give it a dab. Be a hundred percent into it and go for it and work hard and do it. And if you have the intent, if you have the passion and you'll, you will figure it out. It, me and Nick knew nothing about business, absolutely nothing about business, but we had, if I simplify it, hunger, passion, we know, we knew where we wanted to get to and we did not stop to get there. Relentless. And I think that's the, that's the one thing that me and Nick, we both have and we always have had that. And I think that's what truly separates and why we keep on sort of moving forward. And why you keep evolving down yeah. the track. Yeah, absolutely. It's not having a secret sort of tactic or none, none of that exists. No, yeah, yeah, that, that, that is a biggest like woo woo stuff because yeah. everybody's trying to sell you the pill or the tactic oh. or the or the or the shortcut. Do this and you, yeah, it, and it's none all, of that works. It's, it's it's all it's it's all beautifully, beautiful, beautifully written direct response copywriting. Yeah. is yeah. what I, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Honestly, it literally Crazy. is. And 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 the do you know what? Here's a fact for you: if you're if you're in a position where you don't feel complete within yourself you'll be one of these people that keeps getting sold the next thing and the next thing and the next thing because you have That's so much so you have so much desire and you're so driven by money and you get sold on all these shiny objects what the boys um 
and we'll go into go into Nick's in a minute, but like what 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 the boys have said in the past throughout this podcast that you all need to listen to is the fact of once you know who you are and what you stand for and who you want to be and how you want to turn up and how you want to operate. Once you know that and you focus on finding that everything else aligns with you everything else aligns with you and then you stop getting sold this next marketing plan and this next this and this next that and this next fucking course for 997 like that's all bollocks you ain't gonna do fuck all with that because that's not who you are because you never sat there with yourself long enough to go hang on a minute what do I actually want to do who yeah. do I want to fucking be? Yeah, if you exactly. you got to sit there and do that work, yeah. and that work what is what would you love? What could you do every minute of the day and just go for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that and and just and just asking yourself those questions, yeah. and rather than sitting there and laughing about it and thinking it's woo woo, if you just sit down and ask yourself those fucking hard questions and, and sit there and answer them, you will find out more about yourself in that moment in your journal, in your on that piece of paper, then you will ever find by talking to someone else who's going to sell you the, yeah. the next Forex, Don't fall the Forex that, yeah. bullshit, or yeah. this, that, never. Do not fall for that. Do, it's, it's like, yeah, do, <laughs> do not, like these boys have literally sat here and said to you, find out where, you, uh, find out a problem th- that you can solve, that you're passionate about, then bring the solution to the marketplace yeah. in form of a product, Find the fucking more the the the, the minds around that industry that that are far more knowledgeable than you, yeah. right? Bring those into your circle. You know, work with them, package yeah. it, brand it, build yeah. brand, build desire, build 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 something way beyond yourself, and yeah. then service the marketplace with that. You know, with all that in mind, yeah. and then you can then you have a half a chance. But don't go and fucking buy the next shiny object because 100%. your mate down the road says it's a good idea. Yeah. Because your mate down the road hasn't sat with himself for three hours and thought to himself, what do I want to be, who do I want to be, how do I want to turn up? Yeah. And if you, unless you've had that conversation, you don't know shit about yourself. Yeah, no. It's like, what what, what your most powerful words be, Nick? Yeah, for me, if I could give one piece of advice, and this doesn't matter what you are or what you're doing, is focus on you and find your people. I think, I don't care if you're starting a business, I don't care if you're looking to travel the world for the rest of your life. Focus on you first and foremost because that will then allow you to find your people and then you'll live the happiest, the best life that you possibly could live. I think if it's just you, (laughs) you can get in your own head, you can get miserable, you need people to tell you what's right and wrong sometimes and to call you out sometimes and to challenge you. So focus on you first and then find your people. I think it doesn't matter what walk of life or where you want to head. If you can do those things throughout life, um, you'll live fulfilled. I love, I love the, I love the, I love the fact that you've made that so fucking simple. Like you cannot, you cannot miss. Like the whole, the look. I knew this podcast was going to bang right because I knew, I knew, I knew it was going to bang. Honestly, I fucking knew it, right? No, but this is so powerful for people. You don't know, right? Because what gets people into listening to this podcast is how the how the boys have gone from twenty k to two hundred mil. That I I know that I know that's what gets you listening to this podcast. Cool, that's wicked. But the piece I'm trying to get into your heads right now, and the piece the boy the pieces the boys are laying down as clear as fucking day, is how important it is for you all to be fucking truly honest with yourself. Sit down, understand yourself, align yourself with your people, and not be afraid of doing that. If you don't fucking 
like doing this why are you hanging around with those people that, that do this kind of stuff it's like yeah. everything do you know what I'm saying like if you look around this room right now if you're watching this on YouTube the boys have got the boys have got so, so, some blue or black trousers on <laughs> uh, uh, and, and, and some white t-shirts I've got a black t-shirt on and a white pair of jeans right <laughs> we, 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 the point of the matter is we're, we're all we're all wearing simple shit none of us are wearing these massive fucking labels trying to yeah. dicks, have a dick swing competition about like with, with all this shit because yeah. it's like this it's about more than that exactly and there's so many people out there that get that twisted yeah. man don't let anything but yourself be the what makes your character yeah just yeah. make it you make it make not it your all, t-shirt make not your photos not, just make it you yeah yeah no and, and fuck that's <laughs> I'm fucking honestly lads that, that was fucking honestly yeah, that's been awesome mate honestly boys po- like podcast. I I, 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 we, we have to leave it there because we have to because it's that that is the most I, I need I need these lots to go and fucking get a pad and a pen out and just start to really fucking get that down for themselves, man. But before we go, just tell people where they can find you on socials and 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 on on everywhere on all the platforms like for High Smile and and everything like that. Yeah, for High Smile, I think follow at High Smile on on Instagram we're 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 doing a lot of things our team's doing some amazing stuff so also we've got at high smile professional and at high smile research so you yeah. can see the behind the scenes of how the cake's made essentially so yeah. our team working constantly in the lab iterating on future products and current products that's high smile research high smile professional is a new arm of high smile so essentially working with our professional partners in the open we've worked with dentists for years but we've never really documented that and brought that to the yeah. light and now it's about heroing um, the professional and the dentist so to continue to take our movement and what we're trying to do take that forward so I think those if you follow those three I think um, you'll continue to follow our journey and the reason why I want you to follow those three is to dive into into the brand not the not only the brand piece the boys have talked to you about but also the investment the goat that the boys have put back into it because it's easy to sit there and pull pull loads of cash out of your business out of your baby but these boys are constantly pumping it back into their business because they believe in something way bigger than themselves and it's not just a cash play for them so it's like you'll get paid off down the track. It's like you don't need to worry about that. And that's why when you look at these Instagram accounts that show you behind the scenes in, in, in what Nick's just said, you're going to really see the investment that goes into a brand like this. And why, if, you, if you're sat there and you're inspired to create an e-commerce brand, don't just sit there and think, oh, I'm going to get to a million, I'm going to get to two million. Mm-hmm. That's, you're, you're asking the wrong fucking question. And, and these boys, by following those Instagram accounts, you're really going to access seeing that. If you look at it with the right set of eyes, yeah. you'll access that. And uh, just drop your personals as well, boys. Yeah, it's just my name, Nick Murkovich. And, 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 and I'll tag and I'll tag him in there. And Alex Tomic one, Alex Tomic one. <laughs> 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 he had to, he had to, he had to. But don't worry, I, I, I will, I will link all these. In the, I was, I'll link all these in the description, lads. I just want to say to you, man. Like, honestly, I, I honestly believe when people listen to this, that if they don't, if they don't make some inept changes to their thought processes on the way that they do business the way that they act and the way that they turn up I think it'd be a travesty I really do and I appreciate you boys helping me bring that to the attention and everything that you've been on and fucking hell I'm so so hyped man I appreciate it honestly boys shake my hand thank you so much thank you so much and uh, guys do me a solid favour yeah if you got the amount of value out of this podcast that I believe that you should be getting if you've listened to the full thing, do me a favor. Send these two a message. 
drop them a DM on Instagram, tag them in some content, share this content with your friends, tell your friends about this content and leave me a review on Apple, leave me a comment on YouTube. It costs you nothing. The cost to entry of listening to this podcast is the fact that I want you to develop your mindset, develop your your aptitude for business, for life, for, for wanting more. But not only that, it's like if, 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 if anything hits you and delivers that for you at this moment in time, all I ask you is to do is to share the content, share the message and help me take this thing to to be in one of the top podcasts in Australia, the UK, US and the world, man, because that's my passion. This is why I do this. This is why I put my time and money. This is why I communicate with high level people like these two boys and get these two boys on the sofa, right? It's not easy getting two lads that have fucking big shit to achieve that run a 200 million dollar a year company on your sofa it's not easy doing that and if and all you've got to do is share the content absolutely and and that's it lads stay legendary thanks man. stay safe and honestly boys that was fucking awesome don't forget to subscribe to the frankie lee podcast 